Trevor, and welcome to the Boo Crew Podcast, episode 332. Once again, a guest-free episode, unless you count the three of us. <laughs> and the only thing scarier than that is the lack of downloads for the episodes we don't have a guest, it turns out. Woo! Yeah! Uh, Let's do it again, people! <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it turns out you're not so into just hearing us, I guess. Well... We'll bring some guests. And, you know, if you do enjoy it, reach out to us, right? Let us know. At least, please let us know. Because we have no other way of assuming just based on the download numbers that you absolutely hate this. I know there are people that do like it. Yeah? Yeah, they have reached out to us. Those, like, three people were amazing. (laughs) Right. So the The overwhelming majority rest of you... (laughs) <laughs> cannot deal with this. They yeah. can't deal with it. Right. Uh, oh, wait, it, it, that's 72 plus 3. What? I don't know. Did you just say what's 72 plus 3? Okay. You I are am, tired. I am so tired. <laughs> I got like, you know how at night when you just like keep waking up in the middle of the night yeah. and you're in the middle of all these really weird dreams, but you keep waking up. That was my night last night. Oh, so you're out of your mind. I'm so tired. And it's really late right now. We're recording this and you're in the middle of post-production on a, a Bleeders Digest episode as well. So Yeah, all I can hear is like ocean sounds. Oh yeah, sound effects and things. So I can't do math. No, oh, fair enough. What was the point? What was it? Why 75? What were you trying to do? Because I was trying to see how many listeners I said oh. we had. <laughs> 75. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Great. Wow. Well, that's funny. <laughs> those 75 of you. There is a, a TV version of what you're hearing right now. Not, I mean, hopefully not of what you're hearing exactly right now. That would be very bad TV. But there, there, there is a, a decent version of what we do on TV on Bloody Disgusting's 24-7 streaming service. That's on Roku, Vizio Smartcast, Best Connect uh, TV platform winner, Sling TV, TCL Live, Local Now, Select TV, Rad TV, Pluto, as well as Bloody Disgusting's YouTube channel. That is YouTube.com slash BD Horror Trailers and Clips. The goal is to do it once a week. We haven't had much luck I so love far. your optimism. Right? We're going for it. It's contagious because I'm optimistic. And the, the one that's out now is us with Spencer Charnas of Ice Nine Kills. We go off to Prop Store, a movie prop auction warehouse, and they had an EMLA Entertainment Memorabilia live auction just a few weeks ago. Well, a week ago? June 21st. There you go. Okay, a couple weeks June ago. June 24th, yeah. And then we were also joined by Robert England, who was telling us all about his role in Stranger Things Season 4. Now, talking about horror news, obviously, Stranger Things Season 4 has been a hot headline over the past week at time of release. Yeah, yeah, I won't say anything about it, except that it ends on a very, very dark and scary note. So whatever Season 5 is going to be about, it's going to be way darker. Hopefully, they they wrap it up, because I think next season's the last one, right? Season 5 is the final one. Yes. Let's talk about Hocus Pocus 2. I have tears of joy. See, no, but seeing that trailer for Hocus Pocus 2, 
I got teary-eyed. I got a little emotional. Did you? Of course. Like, seeing the Sanderson sisters all back together. Yes. Played by the same cast. 29 years later. Yeah, when they show up, you know, they get summoned in the woods or whatever. It was like a high school kid yeah. or accidentally summoned them. I honestly was like, wow, super emotional. Very. And I'm so glad they got them back for this, too. Yeah, it's it the won't only be way the same without them. Yeah, you have to. I'm so excited. September 30th. I just, I can't wait. It's like Christmas for me because it's one of my most favorite movies. Like growing up as a kid, I watched it so many times and now I've subjected our kids to watching it all the time. And anytime they're like, mom, we want to put on a movie. Let me guess. You want to put on Hocus Pocus. And I'm like, you're right. Because they know. I think the first time I saw Hocus Pocus was probably with you on TV. (gasps) Yeah. Did you see it in the theater when it came out? Yes. What year did it come out? The original? 93. Leo, did you see it in the theater? Or was that something that you you discovered along the way? Or have you even? Um, do you like Hocus Pocus? Let's start there. You, you cannot <laughs> so say no. So I guess I'm, no. the guest, I'm the guest tonight. I'm right. the guest tonight. Thanks yeah, for having yeah, me, guys. Exactly. It's a real Put pleasure. yourself um, on the little artwork. <laughs> with a pizza. We need something because with just us pizza. talking surely isn't enough. So yeah, Leo. Uh, <laughs> I saw it uh, 93. The only reason why I saw it because I was it was a date, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool. This is fun," you know. And it was a, a non-horror fan who was, you know, was a little jumpy and, and stuff. But it yeah. was a fun, it was a fun theater experience, and and um, had a good time. And of course, I'm not one to rewatch it every year or anything. But when it does come on, it's like, "Oh, that, that there's some there's some funny there's some funny you know lines and parts and all that." And the three are they're just great. They're just great to watch. The fact that they're back after all these years, you know, that's the only way to do it, you know? You know what? My mom was not really into wanting to take me to see Hocus Pocus, but I was like, guess what, mom? Bette Midler's in it. Oh, yeah. Selling point. Moms right. love Bette, Bette Midler. Midler. She wind, was like... Wind beneath your wings, mom. I yeah. am. Beaches, mom. That's right. I was like, <laughs> right. it's just like beaches, but with right. pumpkins. And it's musical. Also, right? moms love music. So, and she ended up loving it, mm-hmm. so... I have good yeah. memories of Hocus Pocus with my mom. And it was good to see Sam Richardson from Werewolves Within in the trailer for Hocus Pocus 2. That's awesome. He's amazing. So cool. Terrifier yep. 2 also. Some big news of Terrifier 2 this past week. Finally announced exclusively on Streambox. Streambox. What I call it? Streambox? <laughs> yeah okay we're tired yeah we are tired exclusively on screenbox this fall after well it opens in theaters nationwide before streaming exclusively on bloody disgusting's powered screenbox that's a massive i i can't wait i am already planning my movie that's gonna cleanse my palate because i hear this one is worse i can't even imagine we've talked about this before I, i can't even imagine anything more brutal and visceral than the original <laughs> in the first I can't even terrifier. What I, I literally forgot the name of the movie oh already. Oh my gosh. That's Sorry guys. We are, we are yeah. so tired. Yeah. But aren't you curious what Disney film I've selected? To be your palate cleanser for Terrifier 2? Yes. Lilo and Stitch. No. Uh Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> nice try, but no. What is it? We are gonna watch Coco. Because Coco. I, I love Coco. Oh man, that's my Coco is my favorite Pixar movie. I'd have to yeah. agree. 
It's so, it's so beautiful. Yeah. And the music. The music is really, really oh, good. Those songs. Like when you get into the afterlight scenes and it's like lit up. Yeah, it's and gorgeous. Like the darkness and the can It's just, oh man. But that to, one and then like uh, Soul is my second favorite. But yeah, Coco's oh yeah, in Soul, the one Soul's really good. Scar- yeah. uh, Jade loves the Soul too, our daughter. Yeah. Um, going back to Terrifier a second. The Terrifier, the first one, classically, I know Lauren and I have talked about this before. We, that was one movie we had to stop and watch it in bits because it was so intense. It's my favorite slasher movie I think ever made, honestly. And yeah. there's that one scene, you know the scene I'm talking about. There's one scene. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and I remember just sitting there, mouth agape in shock at what was happening and how far they took this. You know what I'm curious about? If we're going to take a, a little sneak peek as to what is an Art the Clown's plastic trash bag. Oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a good yeah that's a good question because remember he's got random tools in there random stuff yep maybe he even had a cat at one point didn't he have something that was like whimpering or something or <sighs> i remember he did you ever see uh his appearance in all hallows eve that anthology film yes which was so good it was a different actor actually playing arthur clown in that before david howard thornton took over the role but still it's just as crazy yeah brad miska posted an article on bloodydisgusting.com saying terrifier 2 ups the ante in just about every way and it's going to quite literally blow minds this halloween season so you can actually sign up at screenbox.com not streambox screenbox <laughs> and get 30 days free so you could uh, join us in the in the craziness because we'll be have to have like too. a post chat Oh, yeah. About the craziness that is going to happen in that film. For the sake of yeah. you listening, we'll make sure we have a guest, some, someone from the film instead of just us talking, because <laughs> you clearly do not want to hear that. Hey, but like <laughs> clowns don't talk, so we can that's say true. that Art's here that's, right that's now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Joining us in the studio is Art. <laughs> yeah, nobody would know. He's exactly. here. But. <laughs> and then another thing to bring up that... We just got announced today at time of release. It is July 5th. Hell is a teenager. Oh, yes. We are so pumped for this. So this is, if you live in the LA area, this is a horror-themed club night put on by the folks at Mystic Museum, our good friends. It's an amazing horror experience. Yeah, definitely an experience. And storefront on Magnolia Boulevard, the Monster Crawl here in Burbank, California. They've been at it for, they're kind of like the central hub of, LA's horror community really you could you know buy t-shirts and different horror merchandise and then they'll actually swap out the back end of their store and they'll have kind of changing rotating exhibits so they've had props from the movie Evil Dead there for a few months and right now they're doing a slasher exhibit right now anyway so they they put this thing together hell's a teenager horror theme club night august 5th 9 30 to 1 30 at the federal bar in north hollywood which is the oldest building one of the oldest buildings in the san fernando valley i believe it used to be a bank and they're holding a jennifer's body club night is it haunted i don't know we'll let's say out. it will be yeah we'll, we'll we'll be there there's going to be live music djs theme drinks Photo ops sponsored by Liquid Death and yours truly, the Boo Crew. 21 and over, pop, punk, emo, goth. I can't talk tonight. Post hardcore and exclusive merch. And a portion of the proceeds are going to mental health charity and organizations in support of women's rights. And you can dress up. That's going to be the funnest to see the cosplay. I want to wear our Jennifer's body dress, but it's going to be there. So (laughs) on display, yeah. And I can't fit in it either, but. 
I can't even wear it around my neck because it'll be there, but you can see it. And if you want tickets, go to themysticmuseum.com. The Boo Crew will be right back. Tonight, 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 the world's most horrible combination of the decade, showing in blood-curdling color. See, a most diabolical story of sacrifices to a non-human creature in Brides of Blood, starring John Ashley. The second unbelievable terror will scare the pure living yell out of you when you see Christopher Lee in Blood Fiend. A pre-engagement ring set will be given to the girls who attend. Tonight, it's ashes to ashes, dust to dust. If the brides of blood don't get you, the Blood Fiend must. So, will we see you tonight? Good. It's time for a little segment we like to call The Boo Crew dusts a fright flick off the shelf for ah! Horror Homework. All right, it is Horror Homework where we talk about the films that we've been watching, want to watch, and or genre recommendations from us and from you, whether you care to listen to us or not. The, the numbers are saying you don't, so... <laughs> I don't know why we bother. <laughs> uh, I just, it's fun to have these conversations. It is, it is. Whether really, anybody yeah. listens exactly. or not. We're just hanging out. We're just hanging out. And again, if you do listen right. to this, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Just for her own comfort. All right, Leo, what'd you see? Speaking of Scream Box, I checked out a movie on there that I, I kept seeing the, the poster for, and I was like, I'm curious about this. I'm going to go in blind, not knowing anything about it. The movie's called The Stairs from 2021. Did you guys see that? No, I did not. I have not. It's got a cool poster. It's got a picture of um, stairs. Like, like, if you can imagine, like, you open the door to a nice house and the stairs, you know, you, you're greeted by the stairs that go up, right? And then you have a choice. You hit the first, like, landing and you have to go left and you have to go right, right? But imagine that there's no house. All you have is the stairs. And these stairs are located in the middle of the forest. Oh, oh I've seen this poster or picture i'm looking at it right now i'm looking at it right now it's and i've fun. always been like, like i need to see this yeah <laughs> it's got like two two like small chandeliers lighting the stairs up uh, in, in the poster and also in the movie it's pretty cool but the movie is directed by peter aka drago timon also written by jason uh, l Lowe and peter timon the movie stars uh the, the top build cast uh are really interesting it's got two characters that you you've seen over the history of the last 30, 40 years of TV and movies. Kathleen Quillen, who plays Grandma Bernice Martin, you've seen her in The Hills Have Eyes, 2006. She, she was Ethel. She was also in Horns as Olivia Parrish and also oh, wow. in Event Horizon as Peter. So she's done some some nice horror movies that, uh, that, we, that we definitely love. And Grandpa, who play, the, the character who plays Grandpa Gene Martin, is John Schneider. From Dukes of Hazzard? Who... Dukes of Hazard. Wow! Right. And Secret Life, Hazzard, Secret Life of the American oh Teenager. Secret Life of the American Teenager. Two weeks play? in a row. <laughs> Who does he play? What? He's in Secret in Life of the American Teenager? Yeah. Is it uh, Grace's dad? Oh, yeah. Like, probably. He's in Smallville, too, right? He's in Smallville. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it was cool that the movie kicks off with these two characters immediately. Like, you see them. They're part of the, like, the prologue story, the, the background of the story, um, which kicks off with... A young boy coming to visit grandpa and 
you know, it's, it's a grandpa and grandson hunting trip. So they get packed up, they get loaded in the truck, they go out in the forest. And this takes place in 1997. As they're hunting uh, deer, the young boy, you know, he's teaching about how to shoot the rifle and all that. As they're hunting deer, they have success, but they have to go find the deer that, that they shot. So it's like, um, you know, the kid's like, you know, being a kid, he's like, oh, what's, what's over here? What's that noise? You know, it's like, let, let me go look. And the next thing you know, he comes across the stairs. And he's like, what's that? Kind of like confused, you know, because I think he was kind of lured there by some animal sounds. But when he gets there, it's like he disappears. And Grandpa can't find him. And then he finds the stairs. And it turns out there's like a creature that kind of um, lives around that the stairs. And, and there's this whole mystery because you don't really see the creature yet or anything. So you see him much later. But there's this whole mystery about the whole thing. And then, and then it just cuts to present day where you, now you have a set of hikers, uh, friends hanging out in the desert, played by Stacey Orisano, plays Rebecca, Brent Bailey as Josh, Adam Corson as Nick, and Josh Crody as Doug. And in the present day, they're like, hey, we're going through, you know, hiking through the hiking through the forest, you know, and like just 30 mile hike, you know, a couple days or whatever. And you know, at first, they're just goofing off and nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden, it's like, weird things start to happen. Like they come across this weird couple, like this woman tied to a tree, holding Jeez. a baby, like bloodied. Oh my God. And this guy's wearing a suit. Like this guy, this guy wearing a suit and he's arguing with her and they're like, whoa, you guys okay? Like, this is weird. Guys, guys got like blood in his face and like that just, that disperses everybody because the situation got really tense and weird. And that's what the story kind of takes off because now they realize, okay, we got to get out of here. That couple freaked us out. But there's there's more going on here in the woods, you know. So the story really kicks off at that point, and it just becomes more mysterious, more creepier, and very very gory. <laughs> so the cool thing is, it's got some some cool gore effects, at, you know, at some point in the movie. Uh, what I loved about it is the film has a cool creature design, and I'm not going to describe um, where what exactly it is, but let's just say it reminds me of a very specific creepy creature from the X-Files TV show. So there is a creature that shows up that you're like, whoa, that very, very reminiscent of that TV show. Very well done. Yeah, the movie's fun. The movie's fun. I had a good time because once it takes that turn in the woods and it gets, it gets really crazy and you're like, whoa, I did not expect to see that much gore and blood, you know, but interesting story. And uh, you can check that out on Screenbox. It's also available on Prime Video or Tubi. The whoa. Stairs. All right, we're in. We're in. We'll do that uh, back-to-back double feature with... Uh the finale of Secret Life of the American Teenager. You almost there yet? <laughs> right. You almost caught up <laughs> right. with your rewatching of Secret Life? I'm in the third season, maybe. How many seasons on that show? Maybe like five. I don't care. I just I just love India Isley. <laughs> is she the present day India Isley. <laughs> she is all in that. She's like in every yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. Yeah. <laughs> Well, at time of release this week, a four part miniseries, a prequel to the original V.C. Andrews novel and film, Flowers in the Attic, the origin kicks off on Mm. Lifetime. So, Lauren and I decided to go back to the very first film from 1987, directed by Jeffrey Bloom, a guy who also wrote and directed 1980's Blood Beach. So, yes, we are talking about Flowers in the Attic, the original. And I remember seeing this as a kid, and... 
I remember we were about to watch it, and I was like, I as a kid, I remember seeing it. It was kind of like a kids movie. I didn't think it was that yeah. that that scary. It was a kids movie. Right. And Lauren's like, right. I, yeah, I don't remember either. It's PG thirteen, I think. Yeah, it is PG thirteen. And we put it on, and we're like, no. And as soon as it got into it, there was a lot of subtext that I did not pick up when I was a kid watching this movie. Holy crap. <laughs> right. nope. Wow, it's a messed up movie. That's yeah, funny. it is very messed up. All I remember is when I was a kid, I don't even know how or why I watched it. And why wasn't anybody watching me Right, going, maybe you shouldn't watch this. But like... For the longest time, I wouldn't eat powdered sugar um, because it's a big deal in this movie and it scared the shit out of me. But But that was the only part that scared the shit. You didn't get any of that other stuff. No, because I had no idea what was going on because I was like six. Yeah. Why would you? Exactly. Yeah. But so it stars Oscar winner Louise Fletcher, Victoria Tennant, Jeb Stewart Adams and an 18 year old Christy Swanson. Buffy. The OG Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It is scored by the master Christopher Young, the same era he did Trick or Treat. I think the same year, actually, Trick or Treat, Hellraiser, a year after Elm Street 2 had come out. This guy's gone over to score over 130 projects, including more recent films like Drag Me to Hell, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, Sinister, and countless others. And his score for this alone has that like creepy kid choir chant mm-hmm. that you can only imagine. It is wonderful. It's a kind of remnants of um, Rosemary's Baby. And in fact, the whole movie has a tone. That unsettling, disgusting yeah. tone that ro- films like Rosemary's Baby have, right? And it's based on. I a do no- remember that. Yeah, yeah. Do you you remember seeing it? Like, has it been? Have you seen yes. it, right, Leo? But probably like a long yeah. time ago. But that, yeah, that's exactly the same problem. I watched it like as also when I was a kid. I remember it had the same tone as that, but I never revisited it because I don't. I don't. I did not understand what I was watching. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. But yeah, I, I encourage you, if you have not seen, if you're listening to this and you have not seen this movie, definitely go back and revisit. And if you have seen it and you were young when you yeah. saw it, go back and revisit. There's a lot of stuff you're probably like, whoa, whoa, okay, wow, that was going on. So it's based on the, the original novel was published back in 1979. It was part of a five book Dollinganger family series that follows the event surrounding this group of four children who are locked in the attic by their mother and grandmother. So the book has been banned several times over the years in certain areas at different times. To see it now, it's basically a tale of tragedy, abuse, incest, the likes of what you won't soon forget. It is vicious. It is cruel. The performances are next level bonkers. And there's one, it's one of those movies you wonder if they'd even be able to make today. Yeah, no, but they did in 2014 in 2014. They remade it. Lifetime remade it with Heather Graham as the mom and Kiernan Shipka as the eldest daughter and Ellen Burstein as the grandmother. Wow, what a cast, okay, I right? I see that. An incredible cast. And Lifetime, I guess, must have secured the rights to the whole thing because they made almost all of the other books into movies. That wow. same year, they released a sequel, Petals on the Wind. That also had Ellen Burstyn and Heather Graham. If There Be Thorns was the next one after that. That had I Heather Graham. I going to be a pirate. And, I know, <laughs> and uh, Seeds of Yesterday. 
had come out after that. That was another one. Those last two were both scored by Douglas Pipes, who did Trick or Treat and Krampus. And uh, yeah, other than that, the original idea for Flowers in the Attic was apparently taken by a true story. That's sad. Which is very, very eerie. eerie. That's creepy. Yeah, I, I want to hear about the true story, man. It's like... And it was um, apparently the only series of books actually written by V.C. Andrews because she died in breast ca- of breast cancer in 1986. Aww. Ever since then, a writer named Andrew Niederman was chosen to take reign of her brand and has been ghostwriting as V.C. Andrews at the rate of about three books a year ever since. Wow. That's why you still see V.C. Wow. And- Andrews books out. Wes Craven was once attached to direct an adaption, an adaptation, sorry, of uh, of this novel. He wrote a script and uh, was all ready to go. And the producers were aiming for that PG-13 rating. So Craven was replaced, but they kept his original ending that you see in the movie, which is different than the ending in the book. I huh. read that V.C. Andrews was in the film. She played a maid, but unfortunately she didn't make it to see the film completed go check out uh flowers in the attic if you haven't already and if you did when you were younger definitely give it a revisit and then you can watch the prequel that's out actually right now flowers in the attic the origin on lifetime leo anything else to report in in horror headlines severed headlines or anything else you're either looking forward to seeing or anything you've seen there's some fun stuff coming up hell is coming up soon right i mean yeah that's right that and there's still a lot of mystery with Bruckner, right? We don't know what it's about, and there's a lot of you know rumors as to who's Pinhead and all that. And but that Halloween ends, right? That's around the corner. That's also yep. gonna be October. And uh, but yeah, I think the, I think the talk of the year is definitely going to be Terrifier Two, and uh, can't wait to see how that all transpires and unfolds. Because I don't know, you know, I, I keep thinking like, how can how what can you do to shock somebody, you know? How bad does it get? Yeah, you know? especially when the first one pushed pushed the limit so far. Yeah. So that's going to be out by you know around Halloween season. There's still, as I as I'm aware, there's not a, a concrete release date as of yet for it, but it's supposed to be just this uh, this Halloween season. So yeah. stay here for more info on that, and hopefully, like we said, we'll actually have someone from the movie. You know, to just listen to us speculate and talk mm-hmm. about it because uh, right. that ain't cutting it. No, (laughs) it is not. I'm excited for Evil Dead Rise. Yes, Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, Lee Cronin. That's right. It's gonna it's gonna kick ass. I cannot wait. I I love Evil Dead historically. Like Fetty Alvarez's take was so great, and I love the kind of creative license that they gave him, and I'm sure that they're giving Lee Cronin as well to have their own unique stamp on it. It just makes it. All the more interesting. I'm also excited for the new Diablo Cody, Catherine Newton movie that they're making. It's not even done, but I'm excited. What was the title? Frankenstein story, right? Yeah, it was a Frankenstein. What the heck was it called again? It's called Lisa Frankenstein, and I'm so excited to see it. I'm so glad Diablo Cody's coming back with more horror. That's amazing. She needs to just like live in the horror genre. Thank you so much for spending some time with us, for choosing to spend some time with us, even if this is the last time you spend with us. <laughs> we'll have more interviews coming up soon. So sorry we did another horror homework, but we had fun. And we hope you did too, honestly. All kidding aside. Till next time, this is Trevor, Leo, and Lauren for the Boo Crew saying... Sweet screen. There you go. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Boo Crew Podcast. Haunt the Boo Crew at TalesFromTheBooCrew.com. Tales from the Boo Crew on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at TalesFromTheBoo. The Boo Crew is Lauren and Trevor Shand and Leone D'Antonio. The Boo Crew is produced by Lauren Shand, chopped and sliced by Trevor Shand. The Boo Crew is a TSP creation, part of the bloody disgusting podcast network. Bye!